kind of welcome back. Week two of calling a comeback. Uh, finally settled on a name. Uh, took us took as many man hours to figure that one out, but we've got it in and we've, we've locked it in. Yeah, there was a bit of back and forth in the group chat. Yeah. Trying to see what worked, what didn't. I'm happy with what we picked. I think it fits. I think it fits perfectly. Yeah, it's and what we're doing. It's what we're doing. We're calling a comeback. If we're looking at today's performance, we'll get into it later. I am bullish. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Uh, mate, how's your weekend? We're recording this Sunday. We've just watched the trial match, which it's kind of just said we'll get into. But um, how you been? Last time I saw you on Thursday, I believe, you were heading off to spend some time in Canberra. Uh, the rumour is true that you are down there running an eye of the things, giving the boys some notes for today's game. Look, I can't confirm or deny anything. Um, was it just good timing that you know we were playing the Raiders this week and I just happened to pop down over the weekend maybe if I could just pivot the conversation quickly yeah. I dealt with and wrangled an animal this week that was fucked yeah. this animal being an Ikea bed <laughs> now this thing I took apart taking apart easy yeah. just screwdriver bang 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 I'm you know I'm feeling great about myself this thing gets shipped down to Canberra it's then sitting in pieces and I'm thinking to myself, do we have all the bits? <laughs> I'm looking at this, I'm going, this can't possibly have all the bits. Get the thing, no, it checks it off, yeah, it's got the bits. This motherfucker, just impossible to wrangle. Yeah. Like, oh. They often are. I had, had a dummy spit. I don't, I'm normally pretty level-headed. This thing drove me to insanity. How many hours in before you spat a dummy? Oh, not even that long, honestly. Yeah. Like 15 yeah. minutes and I was already telling Tori to like, piss off. <laughs> I don't want you anywhere near me. Uh, like, you know when your sibling like looks at you yeah. and you're like, don't even fucking look at me. I don't want to hear a word out of your mouth. Yeah, and she's like, what if it is? I'm no, 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 no. Uh, I, I've i got this. <laughs> I An hour and a half, I spent wrangling this thing. Yeah. Got it done. In and you got, you got, you got, you got, you got it heard it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Of course I got it done. It's what you need. But this thing, I... I will never buy another piece of furniture from Ikea. Yeah. That's... that's How big is this bed? Is it queen? Oh, it's a queen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a queen. Yeah, it's, this, a, it's a fair job. This thing's got some bed. health to it. Yeah. Um, and drawers? This, this, oh, this, oh like, God. We're, we're not talking just like a thing that holds a bed. This no. thing has purpose. So I, I think whoever designed the... Whoever works at Ikea and designs those rolling things, those mm. pins that you put into the... Yeah. They, they never work. They never work. I've never seen them done correctly... I don't think I ever will see them done correctly. I don't think I've ever seen a piece of IKEA furniture that has drawers, like work as designed. But it's a good point because I put this drawer in and it's just not sliding. So I'm like, all right, I'll move it to the other side. You know, just see if that works. Put it in, just doesn't work either. Yeah, and I'm I'm sitting here like, where do I go from this? But oh, this thing. It's when you really got to look deep inside and see. Yeah. <laughs> One, it tests your patience. Two, it you start to you start to question yourself, kind of. Well, I think I started to think am I up to the task yeah and I've always thought that I am up to the task you know a bit of a history like being a blue collar hands on man yeah. maybe not as much anymore we've done our work on the tools <laughs> in the past I, I feel like I've earned my stripes <laughs> to say that I have some handy to me but this was fucked these screws right angles it's not even normal screws we're not talking just straight screws these are 90 degree ones that go into multiple pieces and I this it I almost got in the car and drove back. Yeah. I was 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, love. You're not getting. You're not getting a, a bed. I've had enough. You, I'm going home. You are on this mattress for the foreseeable future. Yeah. This might be an air tasker job. Yeah. For a man more than myself. That already is a massive lift. Going on the three hour drive to Canberra, putting together a bed like that's special forces kind of stuff, you know. Well, it was the ride down was okay. First hour, you know, spirits are high. Yeah, always. Some music on. I'm you know singing to myself, just me, me myself and I. And it's good. And then the second hour before some food, I'm sitting there like, okay, mm. this is this is a drive. Mm. Stopping at Macca's, yep. McChicken meal with six nuggets. Thanks Thank you, Macca's, for that deal. And then the last hour, I just smashed it. I'm just, I got a bit of a food coma. I'm just sunk into my chair. Anything, anything after something as far as like approaching Lake George on the trip to Canberra is just, it's just, it's the wild west out there, mate. It's one thirty on the motorway kind of stuff. It's it's pedal to the metal. It is all about it. And shout out, shout out to Lake George. That that yeah. had some water in it. It looks good. It looks good. It's looked good, 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 it's good for months, honestly. Yeah. I, I've I've been doing a few trips down to Canberra in the past. Uh, in November, I was down there quite a bit, and just always brings a fucking smile to your face seeing that thing fucking full of water. Just a beautiful piece of land to fucking drive across. But no, mate, that's good. That's good. Uh, well, we're here to talk a fucking bit of footy. We'll do a brief recap of the games that we've had. You know, it's good to have see all the game, all the teams, sorry, play close to full strength teams. You know, a few, few teams are still resting their stars, but I feel like for the most part, we've got a pretty good look at what most clubs are going to be rocking. First thing I wanted to touch on, then uh, it ties into our man from last week, Mitchell Moses. Um, the Italian Stallion. Eels win pretty convincingly over the Knights. Mitchell Moses plays pretty well. Um, going to frame this around the 6.5 million deal we offered him well, it's reported this week that that's what we offered him for five years, I believe. What do you, that's a big number, 1.3 million a season. Do you, do you back that? or do you, if, he's, if, if he comes out tomorrow and he says yes, he signs, how are we thinking? Yeah, it's not too far off. Which I wouldn't be numbers. surprised if he did, given our fucking trial performance, but yeah. <laughs> he sees us ripping into yeah. everything and thought, okay, yeah. there's something to get behind. Uh, it's not too far off the number that we were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, I would take it, honestly. Yeah, so um, I. I'm happy. Obviously, a bit of a spanner in the works. Adam signing on for another year, but we can chuck him in the centres. Adam's um, versatile. Like, yeah. If there's anything we learnt from today, his running was really good. Yeah. Um, maybe overplaying his hand just slightly, but overall pretty good. So I wouldn't be opposed to 1.3 for Mitch. Yeah, I think what it's Luke Brooks' last contracted season too. So I mean, yeah, there's options there. I I I, I agree with you though. Um, I am surprised at the Eels offer, um, 1.1. It's higher than I thought they would offer. I remember reading a bit about the club not wanting to offer anything over a million, like 800, they had that rule. Yeah. Um, it's higher than I thought it would be for Mitch. So that is slightly concerning if you're on the team Mitch side. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think... Parramatta got to do what they can to fucking keep him around. Like, they can't afford to lose him. There's not really... I mean, who else is going to do it for them, if not him? He's kind of like the last man standing. Him and Gutho of what was a premiership window. I'd do my best to hang on to him within a salary cap. I, I don't see too many other young halves out there that are proven and could, like, replace him. So, yeah. I think the uh, the shock result of this week, though, and it was, it was very surprising to me. Um, I think it surprised a lot of people, and it's good to see... You know, here we're calling a comeback. Anthony Seabold, he's back, coaching Manly, who put up a really good fucking game against the Roosters, and Roosters relatively full strength in this too. Um, I can't think of any like 
big names that weren't playing. I know Tedesco started the game, but 28 to 16 to the Seagulls, and Seagulls look fucking good, I thought. Like, really, really good. I'd be excited for them. Yeah, no, it's a good point, because if you look at the Roosters' tries as well, they were late in the game when, you know, everyone was maybe a bit over it in the 60th minute. Yeah. So, you could You could call it 28 nil. You could. You could. I won't, but you could. (laughs) So, yeah, no, really good to see the Seagulls. I do like them as a team. Um, obviously no Tommy in there as well for that. No, no DC playing either. Oh really? Yeah, so, no yeah. Cooper Johns was playing seven and playing good footy. Uh, we haven't seen too much of him, but I really like the way he took on the line and you know he's probably one of the smaller bodies out there in the league, but he seemed to also hold his own in defence. But I think the thing with the Seagulls that looked so good was their outside attack. Like when I was watching the game, I didn't watch the whole eighty minutes, but I watched a fair bit of it. The second rowers in the centres were just punching through the line like every second play it felt like they were Kola and uh, Ola Kawatsu and Tulagi looked so dangerous with the ball in hand that young fullback they had playing weeks looked f- fantastic as well I mean like even if Tommy misses a fair bit of time this year like if he's fit if um, weeks is fit and you know is up to first grade like he's a more than handy replacement I uh, didn't see much of Josh Schuster, but that might have just been me not catching things. Like I, w- I wasn't paying too much attention. A lot to like there. Yeah, and shout out to to Alangi. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the best. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to go there straight away, but it's good to see another Tigers export doing good things away from home. Um, he'll be back though, surely one day. Uh, Roosters, you you worried about them? Like we've got the team list up now. Tedesco, Tupu. Suwali, uh, I mean, they didn't have the best halves playing. Drew Hutchinson and Sandon Smith, never heard of him, but Brandon Smith and Victor Radley both playing. Personally, not really worried. Yeah. Also, don't really care if they do bad. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be okay. <laughs> like, another Storm thing, I, I think they'll survive. Bad roosters, you hope it's just got to return. Yes. So, there's, there's a few things that... You know, would be nice to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no halves for the Roosters now that we're looking at it. So I wouldn't be that concerned. I think uh, last um, trial, uh, Brandon Smith, the Cheese, had a good game. So um, even if he was a bit down in this one, I think there's good signs for them, even though this game wasn't too great. Saw Tedesco give the team a bit of a rev up after. <laughs> uh, good to see a bit of tension in the group. Yeah. Probably the last thing we'll talk about before we hop into our fucking boys that did the fucking job today um the is it called the World Cup Challenge? it sure is Penrith Panthers and Helens and Penrith Panthers looking lost at sea without Epicorus out there I must say looking awfully lost at sea 13-12 was the final result yep 13-12 I mean I didn't watch the game personally I think you said you watched the highlights do you have any notes on that? just just extended highlights yeah um could the journos be right? Is the cockiness and arrogance getting to them? Yeah, maybe. Is this the start of the downfall? Yeah, no, not not much to say. I just think Helen's just wanted it more. Yeah. Honestly, you know, kind of tough for the Panthers. I don't think Penrith would give too much of a shit, to be honest. Like, yeah. Look, it's a cliche, a rugby league cliche, but they needed this loss. Mm. And it's actually nice to get the loss outside of the season. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know who they're playing round one, but I I wouldn't want to be them. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be them. Broncos round one. Jay, it's it's probably not the way the Broncos want to start their year after a disappointing finish last, getting 
humped presumably by the Penrith Panthers who are a bit sore after a loss. Yeah, that's not great for the Broncos. Speaking of Broncos, interesting news this week that Kevy looked to re-sign for another year. Kevy's re-signed for another year, has he? Yeah. Well, look, I don't know if it's confirmed. But looking to. Looking, looking to. When, when, um, when we say that, is Kevy looking to re-sign or are the Broncos <laughs> looking to re-sign yeah, Kevy? As, as Kevy said, I'm willing to do it. The Broncos said, let's just wait for <laughs> yeah, Let's just wait and see, Sonny. You know, I think this is agreed by both sides, which I find quite interesting. I find surprising, combo. given the uh, bit of chat around Kevy Walters this off-season. We've got, we saw Selwyn Cobo come out and say he's not the best coach. I don't know the exact words, but he basically shadowed him on a podcast somewhere yeah. um, on his coaching style. Not the first time we've heard words like that. I'm Kevy. I mean, I get that the club's probably like trying to pump him up a little bit after that, but yeah, right. Yeah, it's a bit like doubling down on a dead horse. It's like you've run the horse in the race, it hasn't gone very well, and you go, all right, let's, let's sign it up for another one and just like double down. I don't know if it's the right move, although... I, I guess, guess we, we saw the Broncos do well last year, like, for the first two thirds. I don't know what the fuck happened at the end there when they lost, you know, fell out of the eight, but... Yeah. I guess it's better than doing nothing. You try try something, yeah. sign up for another year, put your confidence in him and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah. All right, mate. What we wanted to get into, what we've been dying to get into since 3pm this afternoon, West Tigers took on the Raiders, but uh, a few things to tick off before we... Review the trial game. Uh, Coruscant named as captain for the year. I think that was announced like the day or two after we put up our first podcast. So I'm pleased with it. I'm really pleased with it. I think even though he didn't play today, like I couldn't be happy with the selection. I think it's the best decision. Yeah, not to toot our own horns, but someone on the podcast did call it. Yeah, um, might have called it. We we you know I might take a bit of credit for that as well. You know, setting you up, but yeah. um, someone did call it. Um, I think it's good. You know. Um, I saw him today on the sideline. He had a big old diamond earring in. Just confidence. He looks good on that. Oh. And that training cap. West Tigers have really good merch this year. <laughs> I, I've, I've never talked to you about it, but the training merch that they've got going is seriously top class. That black training cap went perfectly with that big diamond earring he had on. Yeah. And I think he knows it too. That's, oh. a, that's a captain's look. Yeah, 100% knows it. <laughs> now, you did send me the link for the merch store. Had a look. Prices... A little high. Oh, exhaust, yeah. In, in this economy, they're, they're up there. Um, but, yeah, no, it's great. If, you know, anyone listening wanted to, you know, donate a bit or send us some, yeah. that would be great. But otherwise, I think I'll um, wait for a bit of a discount sale. All right. Uh, obviously, we play two trial games now. Um, I've put up our podcast the day before our first game against the Warriors. And uh, I don't know about you, Connor, but it didn't go the way I thought it was going to. Um, we, didn't, we didn't play too good. No, I think we went zero from two for our tipping, but it's just a preseason. I don't really care. No, couldn't care less. I mean, Could not. Care I mean, less. the fifteen minutes I watched of that trial match, I saw Stefano Yutukamanu bumping blokes, taking names, cashing checks, all the fucking hoo ha. He was unstoppable. I think we did happen to score those two tries in that in that bit that I watched. I thought we looked good, and then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it down to. Juniors playing, just getting minutes up, you know. I'm not fast. Warriors, 48 to 12, they got pumped today, so who gives a fuck, you know? Yeah, I just think it was a bit of a run around for us, a bit of fitness. Yeah, that's right. Um, shout out to Charlie Staines, who got pumped into the Earth's orbit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? He got, he got rocked. Uh, I think the first thing I saw was that meme, and I went, oh, Christ, something's not going well for us over there in New Zealand. And it, I think you could feel it in the air. 
come Thursday night. I think you could really feel it in the air. I mean, the cricket started. Well, don't, but we got rattled in the cricket. And I just knew, I just knew it wasn't going to be a great day for sport, you know, and was right. But it doesn't matter, as we said, because we came back today, thirty-six to four win against the Raiders. Boy, what were your thoughts on the game? We watched it together here. Um, uh, firstly, it was great to watch us win a game. Um, last time I watched us win a game in this household was the uh, drop goal against the Eels. Yep. So that was just nice. It was just nice. Cleveland Street might be turning into a bit of a fortress for us with the West Tigers. I think when we watch on Cleveland Street, yeah. good things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was just nice. That's just the general gist. Nice to win a game. Yeah. Um, we looked good. Raiders looked shit. Raiders did look shit. So everything we're about to say, I think, can be taken with a pinch of salt because the Raiders looked fucking horrible. And I think even though Ricky Stewart would be fucking giving them a blow, it's just one of those, like, we were, if we were Raiders fans right now, we'd be saying it's just a fucking trial game, like, who gives a fuck? So, yeah, Raiders were dog. We looked, I mean, we're playing against shit opponents. That fact considered, I thought we did everything pretty nicely. My main takeaway, defence was good. Defence was good. We got some easy, we got some soft tries scored, like, we scored some soft tries, but, and started to see a bit of polish at, at parts, so I was pretty happy. Yeah, well, you can only play what's in front of you, and if what is in front of you is shit, I expect you to pump. Yeah. Which is what we did. It is so what that's we did. Nice. There was there was a long period there where we were defending our own line, and the boys just kept turning up. So yeah. That was great to see. Um, going into players, Dewey started off a little bit all over the place. I think got a couple of errors in him. Yeah. But but he looked good with the ball in hand. Yeah. Like I he think... looked like when he was running it, he was doing well. But it's just yeah, as he, he, when he. Looks over the player's hand, he comes up with an error. Yeah, which I like to hope when Brooks and Appy are in there, he doesn't have to do as much and can just focus on his running because his running was fantastic. It was. He was getting through the line most times. Well, I love to watch it. It was great. Um, another shout-out to Junior Tupo. Yes. Um, he was, he I, was fantastic. I think we were, we, were, we were commenting to each other that he might have been... Yeah, he was really good. And I think, I think we made a little comment that... Could have David Norfolk out of a job in the not too distant future if he keeps it up because I think he, he was big big body and he, he ran well and he I think he set up a try too so despite and scored a couple so it's good to see. Other shout outs, Tommy Talau, good to see him back yeah. on the park playing Tommy, well. Tommy Talau, I think it was good to see him. I forgot how good he was. The defence like some of the hits he put on today and just the way he moved the ball around. I think he was close to best on ground today. And I'll let you talk a bit more, but uh, David Clemmer, they talked a lot about the commentary, his ball playing. Yeah. What, what do you think of it? Clemmer's ball playing, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, I, did, he, did he do it too often? I like the idea of playing the ball out, having a big body running it up, but someone who can throw a ball. Cause so then the defence starts to guess, is this guy going to take it up to us? Or did the out, like, do we have to stay smart knowing that he could throw a ball outside, which you know just gives us options if he decides to take it in? Maybe he's got one less defender on him because the defensive line's still set out. So I think the idea is there. Is Clemmer the best man for the job? I don't know. He was all right at the today. That's, he, I think he was just all right. Like He looked good when he ran the ball. Like He didn't play badly by any measure, but was it as effective as I think we might have wanted that thing to be? Probably not, I don't think. Like I think we gave it up. We seemed to give it up after when he went off the field, so maybe there was an order there to stop doing it and just play footy, but... I don't mind it. I mean, if it, it's an option, you know, and I, I don't mind not having options. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know what the game plan was from Timmy and Benji. 
at the end of last season, Joe started really playing his hand at the 13 role and yeah. sort of doing a bit of that. So I don't know if they still want him to do it at Clem on there. It just seems like you're getting yeah. two players to do the same thing. Maybe Clem was just filling in for Joe, like, because Joe didn't play. Um, and, you know, if that's going to be a part of our game, I mean, someone just put their hand up, someone's saying, you know, can you fill in? Yeah, I'll do it. And if that is the case, then get on Clem. Get on Clem. Just leading, leading his fucking boys around the park. Well, it's just a bit of initiative, which I like to see. Yeah. Now, it, it shows that he was willing to make mistakes in order for the good of the team, which is that's what I want to say. Now, something I want to touch on, which is more of a me thing. Yeah. Um, at half time, going in up 10 4, I didn't feel that comfortable. Now, no. I don't know if that's just me, maybe some scars, maybe just psychologically, just not used to a half time lead and thinking we're going to go on with the job. So it was actually a nice calm, calming effect when we came out with good intensity and then first to score again. Yeah, I don't think I felt safe till it was 24-4. I really don't. I, and I've seen us do it too many times. We blow the lead. I didn't feel safe until 24-4. Um, but yeah, it was good to see us come out and go bang, bang. Because usually it's the opposite happens. They come out and go bang, bang, and it's they're leading and we've just you know lost the entire first half. But it was good. I... It was a pretty well-rounded, semi-polished performance. Everyone played their hands. And, I mean, one thing I do want to talk about from the game, and I think I think, it, I think we were both looking for it, was a, was a real razzle-dazzle try, and we got that. We got that with the last try of the match. Then we had a few good backline moves that pulled off tries, but I think you could maybe attribute them more to defensive errors. It was definitely a long-range try that we scored that was pretty poor for Canberra. The last try of the game was just the boys throwing, throwing the pill around. I think we went from one side of the field to the other, back to the other, before we scored the try. And that's that's Tim Sheens. That's what we've been talking about. It was good to see it come off and just I felt safe and good knowing that we scored a try purely off the back of us having to go with the footy rather than a defensive error on the opposition's part. That, to me, really put the icing on the cake for this performance for me. 100% agree. And, you know, the media's been shoving this 200 passes down off the road. I can see it. It was, it was good to see it in practice. You know, the boys weren't afraid to chuck the pill around and just see what was open, you know, back and forth. And this was also when our, you know, starting halves weren't there. You know, Dewey wasn't there. Um, I don't think our middle forwards, like uh, Papali'i, Clamour were there. It was just the young boys just mm. throwing the pill side to side. Yep. Um, so it's nice to see a bit of creativity, um, maybe a glimpse of 05 in there. Yeah, there was a glimpse. Just a glimpse. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think there's a little sprinkle of that on the team. You know what was 05? Brett Nate's flick pass. That was 05 stuff. I loved to see that. Um, it kind of got me thinking. Brett Naden, is he in for an origin year? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good stuff. I think one of the main questions we're going to have... Going into round one, Dane Laurie, Charlie Staines, who do you have at fullback? Laurie, 100%. Yeah, I agree. I, not that Charlie was bad at all. No. But I just don't think you can take Laurie out. Uh, he's, I feel like he's done enough to earn first crack. And for me, he's probably a bit better. He was, he was running hard. And like we said, he was following the hooker. Yeah. He, he was around the ruck. He was doing all the right things. Um, so no, for me, he definitely gets first crack. What are your thoughts on? I it? think I agree. Laurie first crack, not a not a not a statement on 
Staines' performance, I think he was pretty good. He was fine. Both of them showed good things today. I think the main factor that distinguishes Laurie over Staines to me is that when I watch both of them play, uh, Dane Laurie, because they're, they're two smaller bodies, right? They're, neither of them are a big fullback, but to me, I like Laurie because he doesn't seem to be concerned about his size when he's running into a contest. Like, he's, he's just running in with everything he's got. He doesn't care. He doesn't seem to care that he might get belted by a bigger bloke or that he might get hurt or injured or whatever. He just, he's doing it. He's running hard. And I think Staines at times can look a little bit more held back. He's like bracing for contact a bit sooner than Laurie is. And I think that's just attitude. And that's why I'd, I'd go Laurie. I agree. Now, what are your thoughts on the bench? I think our starting 13 is pretty set. Yeah. What are your thoughts for bench positions? In, and in particular, our secondary hooker. We have one. Uh, I've liked what I saw. I think Simpkin plays 14. I think he's looked good the two trial games. He was one of the better players against the Warriors, in my opinion. Um, and today, he looked good. He's running the ball well out of the um, dummy half. And I think, I, I think you'd get him playing 20, 25 minutes. I mean, yeah, Jake Simpkin, 14. Uh, as for the other spots, I don't know. It's, we seem to have like a lot of like blokes that can do a job, you know. And I think it'll take a few weeks for us to settle on, settle on the, the, who else fits out that bench around him. What about you? Actually, just, sorry, just before I pass it, one bloke I did like today was Fanil Pol. So I'd probably have him on my bench too. I thought he ran the ball well. Don't know much about him, but I did note that he, I liked what he was doing. Now I could be way off the market, way off. But is it Polay? Oh, it, it easily could be. I, I, Polay. It probably is Polay. I think we just put a little asterisk there. Yeah, Pol, Polay. Could be. He was good. Apologies for getting it wrong. If it is wrong. It, now, it could it could be Pol, and I could be gaslighting you into thinking <laughs> you've just done something bad. But for me, I just have this little itch in my mind. Yeah, we should take the time to um, watch the media clips of how they pronounce their names. I think that would be good. Um, for me, he was great. Um, Bloor was really good to yeah, see. Yeah, good to see Bloor back in, in the um, orange and black. He's had a tough run with injuries to two knees, um, so it was really good to see. Um, another player for me was James. Um, yeah. I think he was number 20. Atasi James? Yep. He was, I thought he was really good. And then our boy Kapoa uh, was another one, but they were all doing very similar things, just getting the ball and just running it really hard and really straight. Yep. Um, it's good to have a little bit of competition on the bench. It I is. I feel like there'll be some boys that are hungry for stuff. Uh, for me, I picture a Spencer Lenu type yeah. coming in, just like runs on the field and just wants that first hit up. Just looks like a crazed maniac for yeah. 15 to 20 minutes of the game. And when he's on, you know, anything can happen to any player of the game, especially defense. But yeah, I agree. That's, that's what we need. Um, I think Alex 12... I'm not sure if he makes the starting 13, but if he doesn't, he's definitely on my bench. Um, you know, he's, he's been so good. Um, I feel like he might lose out on the starting spot with Clemmer, Yutukamanu, uh, Bateman, Papali, and Joe off in So he's definitely on my bench. Alex Seifarth's played some pretty good footy. I'd love to see our man, Jareem Buller, one of the best names in rugby league, I reckon, at the moment. I mean, didn't get to see him today, I believe, but, jeez, that name alone gets me excited. 
Look, Bullet Ice Cream's got a big <laughs> career ahead of him. I, the commentators are talking about it. I can't believe he didn't get on the field. Like, why not chuck him in? He could be anything, this kid. He really could. Um, and I forgot about Joe. Uh, no, I forgot about... Um, 12. 12. So, yeah. you know, it's good to know that, like, we just have people in reserves. Yeah. Just, like, ready to do a job. If I'm doing the mental gymnastics now, just to round this out, having gone over the, the, the squad at large with you... I'm going Simpkins, 14, Alex, 12, Sean Bloor, and, you know, probably like a one of those young forwards that we mentioned, someone who can just run the ball like a crazy man for 20 minutes, Pole, uh, Asu Kapoa, Alex Saifarth, you know, one of those kinds of guys. Yeah, you could name a few. Yeah. You could even just, like, rotate them one week. Yeah. Hey, I want... I want you to hit blokes so hard that your shoulder's sore for three weeks and we'll give you a three-week break and we'll rotate you back in. Um, obviously, I want to touch a little bit on the Raiders. Well, they weren't great. Um, two shout-outs for me. Nick Kotrick with a, just a fantastic haircut. Yeah. Um, the mullet into um, the point at the back. That was good to see. And he played... It was, an ele- it was an elegant mullet. It was. Really understated. And I think the game lacks elegant mullets at, the, at this point in time. We've got a lot of crazy ones. A lot of frantic ones, but it's nice to see someone take a little bit of love, time, and care with their mullet, just to get it nice and you know elegant looking. You know, I love to see it on the footy field. Um, the second thing for me would it be a Raiders game without Rappenard getting sent off for ten, um, particularly when they're low on outside back stock. Mm. Um, so that's good to see. Um, Jordan Rappenard, I'm not a fullback in my opinion. No. Um, yes. Of was sent to Japanese rugby and has now come back. Seem to get sent off every game. Um, Probably got that from rugby union. Yeah, wouldn't say I'm his biggest fan, um, but that's about it for the Raiders. Jack White was playing, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I thought him and Fogarty would lead them around a bit better. Didn't really seem to be the case. Fogarty had a few wayward kicks. Yeah, um, and they were just sort of all over the shop. Looks like they named a full strength starting team: uh, Jack White and Jamal Fogarty, Jordan Rappaner, Kotrich. Danny Levi, Elliot Whitehead, Hudson Young, Joseph Tapney, and they look shit. They look really bad. That's but just, but that's trial footy, so that's just, means they, nothing. They just look shit. Yeah. I'll be interested to see if um, Starling comes into the starting side now that he's been. I wouldn't here. mind seeing this footage of a Ricky Stewart blow up. I really wouldn't. <laughs> I think that could be quite funny. We should, probably should have hung around a little bit after the game to see if that uh, was on, but here we are. John Bateman, Beza seems to be good to go. Should expect him in the country soon if he's not here already. Just fantastic news. It's what you want to hear to round out your preseason. Look, if Brighton lawyers didn't have any involvement in this, I would be shocked. Yeah, shocked, appalled. Honestly, appalled. If they're willing to go back for a result against the Cowboys last year, I'd like to think that they could at least make a phone call down to Canberra and get our boy there's, Johnny. There's got to be strings that can be pulled there. And it, it looks like it's been pulled though, so... Yeah, so it's good to see that our major sponsor is coming through with the goods. Get him on a plane, get him out here. I heard as early as this week yep. he could be training. I'd love to say that. To see. There was suspicion about an ankle injury. I think he's okay. But I just to run my eye over him and in no footage or any sense, yep. I think he's good to go. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the perfect way to run out of preseason. I think it leaves us, you know... Two results we've had in preseason games, the squad we've assembled, John Bateman here. I'm feeling like we're in a pretty good spot going into round one against the Titans. I think 
we had an up, we had a disappointing game and a relatively strong game. I think round one, like Hard Oval, I mean that that's a massive factor. Looking forward to that. We'll be there. We'll certainly be there. I think it'll be a real tone setter for the season. Yeah. It's nice to get a more of an easier game to start the season. Yeah. Does come with more expectations though. Does. If we were playing a Panthers round one, you'd go okay. Let's look to round two, but round one. We really have to be winning. Um, I've been looking at the tips from the so-called experts, and um, some of them have been going for the Titans. Yeah. Um, looking on Sportsbet now, we're actually um, we're dollar dollar eighty favorites. Just just favorites. So it's good to see that people have confidence in us. Six fifteen Sunday, that's just perfect. That's time. perfect time. I can't wait. That sunset on the hill is going to be fucking beautiful. Bring your sunglasses though. Don't make that mistake. I've, oh. made, it, I've made it before. Um, even got a hat as well. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cover all probably, bases. probably get a hat. Yeah, I think you're in there. Boys are feeling a bit confident. Probably will be the first time we see Appy and Booksy take the field. The fact that Leichhardt emboldens me, I feel good about that. I think that's a really nice way to start the year. If we lose, am I going to be? Am I going to be irked? Yes, I will be. But you know, I, I'd I'd be irked by around one loss in any situation, and it'll bode well going to. Our round two game, which also like hard over against the Newcastle Knights, so pretty two winnable games there to start us off. It'd be really nice to be two and a half, two eggs, but you know you never fucking know, there. And that one, bit of a grudge match, Jackson Hastings, David Clement. Oh yeah, coming back. Obviously, that is the marquee yeah. trade of the season that yeah. everyone was talking about. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I do, I think round three as well, we have a pretty good one against the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Um, away from home and then round four I think we're against the Storm which let's see how they start the season but that's three really nice games it to is. start the year it is I'd love to see us going into round if we're going to round four at 3-0 and I'm, I'll just say I don't know who Storm are playing but let's say they're 3-0 as well top of the table clash round four and we like that'll have me feeling good that, that to me will be a successful start of the year. I think that realistically be, though, I'd take two, two and two and one. I I can already see the headlines. You know, game of the round, Storm Tigers. Yeah. At six o'clock on the Friday. I, I can see. I, I know exactly what they're talking about in the in the Fox League promo ad. Like, Melbourne Storm, they're so good. Where's Tigers? Where have they come from? Look at them, news Tim Sheen's team. Um, Connor, we'll leave it there for this week. Pleasure to have you here. 13 followers on Instagram. And people who listened, thank you very much. Just go like and subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, something something like that. I don't know, but yeah, like and subscribe. Do what you gotta. Do what you gotta. Uh, peace.